I'm gonna lay down. Then lay down. Yeah. You can do the show vertically. That's what you do. That's what you do. Maybe that's, that's the position. That's the position we used to. I'm I got a position for you. Mm-mm. No, thank you. I pass. <laughs> no, that's a first. That's a first. I have standards. The rule of not being that I'm just saying. I'm oh, right. just... Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I got standards. Uh, what do they built out of styrofoam? These are styrofoam standards. Nah, yes. Oh, we don't. We we believe in using all biodegradable products. We don't. <laughs> we don't use you, you the byproducts any longer. <laughs> Stop! You're offending our straight guy on this panel with this with this with this uh uh gay talk. I'm trying to I'm trying to be straight today, nigga. Oh, not with that eyeliner. Blush. That's not eyeliner or blush. That is again bronzing skin. It's in the Bible. Look it up. It's in <laughs> Revelations. You notice the book is called Revelations. Show Revelations. <laughs> <laughs> it's your inner you. Ain't nobody but fooling with you. Nobody's fooling with you today. <laughs> no one. Look at who decides to show up. Hi. This shit is me out. No, I said hi. No, that was that was my pussy. Oh. It would be, wouldn't it? Be. You heard it. You hear me out. That mean that thing is on a prowl. Oh boy! Yeah, the sad thing is, it's probably we already probably started the air. We probably on air and everything. Yeah. And this part of the conversation because Marnie yeah. always says, uh, "This is the stuff that he likes." No, 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 no. You're not gonna try to bring me in this because yeah, I said this. 30 seconds of quiet, and you'll hear the applause like five minutes ago. He did. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was him. Ooh. Okay, Aretha. I, I, go, go ahead, Aretha. Need a slicker. Go, Aretha. All right. <laughs> the show is on. Come on. Hello. Uh, you ain't say nothing about no applause or nothing. Ain't nothing came on yet. I swear for goodness, there was not an applause. Anyway, hello, hello, hello out there in internet land, my kitten caboodles. Always set us, he always set us up. I'm trying to tell you. But anyway, y'all done heard the side conversation and everything, but that's what we do here at the Cocktail Social. It's that type of show. Um, welcome again. For another segment of the Cocktail Social, I'm your host, Blue Waters. These are my socialites. We are in here, and we are in rare form already. Mm-hmm. So I hope you've grabbed your cocktails, because we're about to go in again. So how are my socialites? Hey, Cable, thank hey. you for joining us. I didn't think he was going to show up until 8.30, baby. I was joking about it. I told you I was all. Oh, shit. Up, I was Cable? about to say, uh, we hey, thought you was a... We thought you was doing your second job. Ooh. I ain't gonna tell him about that one. Ooh. Whatever. Huh. You just told us. We know what job that is. 
I work, <laughs> all, kinda... I work at Forever 21 for my second job. All right. Hey. hey. How's everyone doing today? Mm. Because it's wet. It's a it's a wet Friday. Everybody's a little bit down. A wet Friday sounds interesting. Sounds wet. Well, the coronavirus, the coronavirus spike in Baltimore. Y'all hear about that? Mm. It's spiking all over the world. Is it for real? Wow. It's so ungood. Because y'all want to go out and party. Oh. <laughs> I've been, I've been mm. seeing you. Seeing you out there partying. Oh, you haven't seen me partying. I'll go out there. He said, well, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I had a little get together, but it was socially good. It was a, a good, healthy number of individuals. Notice I said healthy number. Oh. <laughs> that side was so much. No <laughs> one's uh, interested in blue sexual escapades, so we. we <laughs> they weren't that type of party. I was there. You. You that. I was about to say, I beg your pardon. <laughs> that was the I, don't what, I don't know what he did after, but I know it before it was. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It did smell a little musty in there when we got in there, though. <laughs> that was the people that was downstairs because the people upstairs was fine. <laughs> it, came, it, came in, it, it came in through the front doors. <laughs> Ooh, <I can't. laughs> it came in with the visitors. It wasn't oh, here when it it wasn't here before the visitors showed up. <laughs> I beg you differ. <laughs> it came it came with a lot of wops. So oh. anywho, let's it begin. Is. First of all, what how's everybody's week been? Uh-huh. Well. We don't see you, honey. I mean, literally, we don't see you. I know I'm eating noodles. Mm. So you don't want the world to, sh- to know what that mouth did? Mm. <laughs> the ones who the ones who need to know know. <laughs> oh, she said the ones. Wait, that's the. <laughs> that, was, that was plural, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that was. I, went, I did pass English. <laughs> I, I did pass English. You said, you said the ones. I said, "Ooh, is the that Mimi?" <laughs> I thought it was a look. I thought that me and uh, me and um, Nate was the only hold. Me, Nate, and Cable were the no, only. No, it ain't got to be sexual to use your mouth, man. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. What you say? I said, it "Don't have to always be sexual to use your mouth." Ooh. Mm. Hmm. Oh no, okay. Well, this is the cocktail social, so what can you expect? By a, by the way, if you've tuned in. Make sure that you comment. Join in on a conversation. Don't let it be just about us. Join and have your two-piece. Say what you need to say because we mm-hmm. are going to respond to you. True story. True story. Who's going to open up our cocktail question? 
I don't want to be first. I like to go last. I don't. I don't I'm, uh -huh. I'm okay selfish. With, I'm, I'm, okay with, I'm okay with sloppy seconds. We know. No. <laughs> ooh, ooh, Coming from a sound, second. That sounds personal. <laughs> Coming from a second. <laughs> Wait. Wait. I told you a bitch is ready today. A bitch is ready. I've been drinking. That's what happens on a wet Friday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You gonna let me? You, do you have a question? Are you gonna start? Are you gonna open us up? Hey, well, you cannot let him get away with that. I just, asked him, I just asked him if he was gonna open us up, but he ain't say nothing. Mm. Sound like somebody already open. Right. <laughs> so did anyone, ask, anyone? Did anyone watch the Billboard Music Awards? Mm -hmm. I didn't even know they was on. Well, coming well, out or none of that. I haven't watched an award show since I'm gonna say 2000. Oh wow! Yeah, that's been a minute for me too. Oh, I don't even. All I'm gonna say is, I, I, um, I'm terribly upset with Involved. They put them dead last, and they only did one song. Um, for your life. They didn't even have all the members, so it was pointless. Wasn't that such a? I was so. Uh, first of all, I didn't watch the show. I looked who's up. The, the, who's the member that didn't show up? Don. Okay, Don all and Max, Max. You said, said all of them. It was only two up three bodies was gracing the stage. I mean, I'm sorry. I, the other girl could sing, but she would never be in vogue in my eyes. And that's just, I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Nope. So they replaced two members? On, is two members that no, been replaced? Not, oh. Dawn and, what is it, Maxwell? Max, Maxine. Maxine and and then the two I like. Those were the two I like that he sang. Right. And those right. are the two with the voices. So Dawn and Maxine are gone. Yeah, because mm. the, the other two girls bought the uh, rights to the, the group. So Yeah, they did. Oh, wow. What was the girl, Terry? Terry, what's Terry her name? Terry yeah, Ellis. She cute, but she just she got that one note she could hit. Ooh. <laughs> 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 he wrong. And, they, and see, y'all said that I was shady. That's the shady one. <laughs> y'all know she only got that one crescendo that she does. That's how, that's what she do. He's terrible. You at least Terry Ellis. Um, that, you said that one crescendo. Did she yeah, do she it in the song? Do that one. That one thing. <laughs> one note. That one note. He's a shady lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> terrible and terrible. I, I swear, uh, um, goodness. Um, Doja so what Cat, else? Tell me something about the show. What was going on with it? I said, um, about Doja Cat, Doja Cat did a good job. Actually, I was really actually surprised. I don't follow her, know who she is, but I watched the performance and I was actually. Pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. mm. What kind of music does she do? What does the cat do? Yeah, I don't know what what is it. Um, she she's a she sings and rap, and she pretty much did both. But she like did a whole dancing. It was like almost looked like burlesque, almost on the stage. It was really hot what she did. I, I was actually really with her performance. Won't listen to her music like that, but I was definitely impressed with her performance. Obviously, okay. you wasn't because you didn't want to go listen. To Oh, oh no! 
I, I listened to a couple of her songs and I, I I was great with the performance in those two. I, I'm good. She she did <laughs> job. <laughs> she, she wasn't a brandy or anything. I, I, nah. Oh, no. <laughs> brandy performed too, and she did a very good job. Thank you. Oh, okay. well, what did she do? Um, she sang um borderline <laughs> no tomorrow remix with Ty Dolla Sign, and then she did a rendition of almost doesn't count. I like so. What the fuck is borderline? Like Madonna, borderline? Oh, it's a talk about mental, uh, mental illness. It's a, one of her new songs. Actually, it's in the top ten on two charts. Okay, all right. Do you get any points for that? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, hey, Brandy. Do you get honorable that. mention on her album for marketing? <laughs> I mean, I should. The official sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! You're part of. Do you? Do you? Did you? Are you the president of her fan club? No, I, I do. Me. I do have a group on on Facebook though. All right, all right, yeah. all right. Invite me. Invite me. Let me talk about mm. We don't want no nah. haters. <laughs> I listen to Brandy. Yeah, bye. Ain't nobody talk about the first album, child. I don't know time for you. Nah. <laughs> Oh, so just, you hating on the I people just, that only you know, like the first album? Uh, no, that is not true. I listened to the second one too. <laughs> <laughs> she got two albums. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all terrible! Oh, terrible! <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> I, you know what? I wasn't. I mean, well, I wasn't going to say nothing, but I'm. I'm, I'm gonna call my attention to it later. <laughs> so, moving on from who's going to open up? First of all, we had a good list of questions, and I'm going to don't make me pull you pull your cards. Mm. Now, you I mean, I, I'll start with with this. This is pretty cool. This happened today. A matter of fact, I got a message. Uh, I did a post. I guess last week about the Savage Fenty show. Just mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. you know, being mm-hmm. a fat nigga, it was good to see some other fat niggas on there. Mm-hmm. It was like it was a crazy mm-hmm. moment. Um, and they I, don't know, I feel like uh, it was so good. I feel like if you grew up big, then where you always had people question that shit and made it feel like it was something wrong with it. Like, and I didn't never understand it because nigga, I like it. But, um, you know, it was just good to see some other people. And I feel like maybe if I had seen it when I was like six, then mm-hmm. it would have been pretty cool. So I, uh, but I did a whole little thing about it just because I did think it was cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, Savage Fenty got back to me today. They hit me up. Okay, you finna so be a model, Johnny. I ain't being no goddamn model. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, because let me tell you something. I get you right. Man. I got this. I got, look, look. I'm doing everything. And I want to be the designated Orla. <laughs> <laughs> Agree the rapper. Well, I'm, look. <laughs> I just like that that clothes, like, when normally when you're shopping and you're heavier, you have to pay a couple extra dollars for your clothes. And her clothes aren't priced that way. Like, that's what I like about it. They, they not that damn cheap, but they're not like super expensive and you're not paying a couple extra dollars for every L that's added to your clothes. Right. That's what I like mm-hmm. about it. It's like what, 15 more dollars per L? I mean, you, I <laughs> mean, depending on what the brand is. You got to charge by the yard. You got to charge by the yard. That's what you're paying for. 
Yeah, oh, no, but I do. I, I think it's cool that there's so many uh, fashion companies now that recognize that there are just some badass people out there. And oh, they should have been the right in America. Period. Everybody in America. But the thing is, is that they're not ashamed of it, and that they just want to wear some fucking clothes that look good and fit. So, so uh, yeah, and don't have to have a um a big print on it all the time. <laughs> Right. But it's like it's just monotone, just one color. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, big people feel sexy. Like, or like the shirt is just basically a box, two boxes, two sheet. squares stitched together. Yeah, man. Let me tell you, the best thing ever happened was them damn jeans for men that got that elastic in there. That shit is fucking bold. Yeah. Let me tell you, that was revolutionary Rockaway, for a lot of men. <laughs> Rockaway started doing that because I used to buy a lot of Rockaway jeans and Old Navy too. Yeah, old navy. I like old navy jeans. I the first pair I bought was some Levi's, and they had it in there. It was like heaven, fucking heaven. I can move. But it was. Cool. I can breathe. I, don't know. I can eat more. <laughs> <laughs> now, fuck that! I can get in and out the car. Up in with a pair of Trinity jeans on. They just need some denim scrubs. Invent something for the inner thigh part. Once they just make the jeans thicker there. So we got a couple years. Oh, so oh, so when you so when the rubbing so rub, it don't wear yeah, the material down. Yeah. yeah, make it a little bit thicker on the, the same a little tougher. Almost like knee patches, you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, you know, thigh patches, thigh patches, thigh patches. You need some thigh patches. But I will say this though: shout out to some of the black brands that they've been making it for. You know, especially for black men who may need some more ass room, dick room, and thigh room, and they, they definitely have. Yeah, because I've seen a couple of couple of dudes yeah. out there look like they had on um like some leggings or something because their pants was just too tight. Because they don't make them. They don't make them for us. What size yeah, really. you can't wear super tight jeans and think that it's going to look appropriate? Like yeah, it's just it looks true. strange. Well, I like was, I used to have to tell Corey back in the day when he was a little chunkier, like you can't shop in Abercrombie and Fitch. You can't shop in those places because well, there's you, nowhere else to really. They cut short in the crotch, though. They're not made for men who have a muscular. Yes. They low ride bottom, <laughs> and that's how they make. But that's how they make clothes. It's only a few foot, like Old Navy. Like I, I buy their jeans, but it's randomly that they really have a nice pair of jeans that's actually my size. What was what head. about the big and tall store? Did they have oh, good right. stuff? Oh, How they fucking was wrapping shit out of problem. Big and tall. Besides the fact they cost too fucking much. That part. They closed too goddamn big. Mm, Man, yeah. I'm big, but goddamn. But see, that's <laughs> like, for big and tall. To you got to be big short. and tall to work to go in there. But even yeah. still, like those clothes aren't aren't tailored well. Like it's it's that's like uh store XL. XL, Total Mail, Dress Barn, Catherine's, all of those are like plus size stores and, and all of their clothes are shaped like boxes. It's like, you are this big, we're going to cut it this big, not give it no shape, well, it's not going to be flattering on you, no kind of way. Men. White men are shaped like that. I'm not... <laughs> That's not <laughs> I, 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 I can't. That's not, it's the I same can't. thing for y'all. Like It's safe for a European standard. I have curves and yeah. i'm not afraid to say it thank you 50 but mm -hmm. i mean that's that's just the sometimes we have to buy our clothes like i have to buy my clothes a little bit like a size up and get them tapered in and then get the the leg part taped up or him 
you know, it, it's too much. It's a lot. Most of us are most of us are odd sizes, or you know, yeah, like them in between sizes. Yeah. So See, it's hard to buy. Is my ass sits up on my back? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can't be. I can't be pulling shit all the way up because oh. I ain't walking around with my like. I'm gonna look like. You had to get you some jeans with bubbles in the back. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> I, live, so I literally, if, like, people talk about sagging. If I did not sag and I wore it where my natural waist starts, it looked like I was selling ass all over the county. It looked like one of them cats when they walk around with the ass all up in there. Oh, I, I, I no. just, huh? <laughs> well. Well. Me, meow, meow. They really started just making really good clothes for plus size women. So just imagine we ain't I was even about to that. say yeah, because I was about to say that. I was about to say I think that the movement with plus size women, I'm glad that they're actually acknowledging plus size men. I think that um, you know, I, I really respect Rihanna. And, and I think, too, um, when they close, they I think they just think that because you're plus size that you're automatically round. But you have no, plus size that. women. That that's they the think white man, shape. You know what I mean? Honestly, I it's think that they different. think because you're fat, I think they think you're ashamed. So they want to make clothes that just kind of hide everything. So you, so you look a like shame a sheet. Tail. They putting you in a like shame a- sheet. It's just big and no shape and just it's the, it's the material that they make couches out of. That's the shit that they put on, make for outfits. I don't dress like that. I went into a big and tall one time and I'm too short really to shop in there. Yeah, you look like you have on a dress you put on one of their shirts. <laughs> Right. But I, I went in there and I was like, this shit is, this is couch material. Don't nobody do like this. I'm not, mm, no. A strange teeth. <laughs> you yeah, bought a I'm shirt that already had, had, um, right. <laughs> all rest built in a bit. I can't. I really well, can't. On a serious note, though, it's good, though, that all of this is happening because... They don't recognize that there are a lot of boys who do face you know, body issues. <laughs> because even when you see a plus size woman and she has a man and she's like this big muscular dude in a picture with her. And, you know, it's, it's never that the bad guy is the, he's, he's the joke. It's like, you know, if he's on TV, then he's the funny one or he's just some dumbass husband that don't know what he's doing. And um, yeah. it's very rarely sure. that you will see a big dude who is sexual or who is cool or who is just fucking chill and you know I, I mean I know I used to when I was younger I used to fucking pull on my shirt that was my like fat tick I would pull the fuck mm-hmm. out of my shirt I don't know like I felt like if I pulled my shirt then maybe you didn't see the fat and mm-hmm. it was stupid it was dumb as shit <laughs> and <laughs> it was like cause you know you just stand there pulling on your shit constantly like like when you do that, it makes you, it make you, it make people automatically think your clothes too small. But it's right. also the same way for tall people because when <laughs> with, for tall people, certain certain lengths of things they don't have in ordinary stores. And so for me, I have to actually look for a specific length. And it's nothing like having a high water shirt. 
So, you know, right, you ain't looking like Winnie the Pooh in that joint with your name. When you got when you got to pull at the sleeve of your shirt so that it looked like it, but when you yeah. actually your hands hang down like a I know what you mean because I'm a tall female so, and it's hard to find pants the right length. So I'm glad that they're actually moving in that direction. I'm glad that Rihanna is actually an ambassador for that type of change. You know, and it's affordable. I, and mm. it's affordable. I love her business sense. I think that. Um, I just give her a shout out, you know, Rihanna. I mean, I, I've heard some things about her personality, but I think it was regards to her as a woman and her business sense. I have a lot of respect for her. So um, I think it was an ex excellent show, and I'm glad that she's moving in that direction. I'm glad. Shout out to my big guys because I like big guys. My my, uh, I'm I wouldn't say I'm a chubby chaser, but you know, I like the big football football type of dude. So I'm okay with my living off the chubby chaser. I love chubby chaser. Come on, get this chip. <laughs> so, I mean, I Let mean, me rub you down to some gravy. I'm from the old school. Yeah, I'm from the old school. If you didn't have any meat on you, you were either dying or you were crackhead. So, I'm good okay. with meat. Yeah. I'm good with some thickness. I'd rather, if I had to choose between the two extremes, I'd rather be with someone that was kind of a little bit thicker than a little skinny. Because if you're too skinny, I'm automatically thinking, like, I don't know. That could be crack. I just feel like oh, if you too skinny, if, if a shootout happened, you ain't thick enough to block me from the bullets. <laughs> I'm, I'm you standing in front of me, come out. Right. <laughs> and I'm getting shot like shit. Right. <laughs> you gotta you gotta put him no. over your shoulders. He's gonna wait on you. No. <laughs> <laughs> and and also I don't want to man behind a goddamn stop sign. That should ain't gonna work. And also, I don't want a man that's easy to toss around. If we get into a scuffle <laughs> or something out in the street, I don't want somebody. I don't want you on World Star being DDT. Yeah, because yeah. I want them to struggle with your big ass. I don't want you to be out there being tossed around by. Look, no, when they finish the fight, I want to be like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But moving on, next question. That was good. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Gilmore. Anyone? Um, let's say, um, what what skills do you have that you could bring to a community that would help its survival? That's good. That is really good. That's well, true because oh, if that because 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 if you was to say that everybody's buying guns and if there was a big situation where we actually had to pull together and create our own stuff, what would we all bring? Now, I got that watch. I know. <laughs> I appropriation, baby. That's what it is. Uh, but um, yeah, I think yeah, I I think um, I'm good with building. Me. I'm huh. good with I'm good with I'm good with building. I'm good with construction type stuff. I'm really good with that type of stuff. Oh, so me. I ain't never seen you with a hammer. Oh uh, shit. With a screwdriver. <laughs> mm. I'm with both. I, I nail things <laughs> in <laughs> and I screw things in. So I'm with both. <laughs> Actually, that's what I do. I put everything together. In my at my house, I'm the person that fixes things. 
And I'm and, and that's fine. I like to do that type of stuff. Yeah, Actually, like I'm good with I, only reason why I don't paint as much as I do is because I'm really meticulous with it and I don't it takes me more time than it would an average person because I like I wanna sand it down, I wanna smooth it out, I wanna, you know, I'm that type of person. I'm gonna strip off the old thing and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. and the, you know thing is, the funny <laughs> thing is top of that shit. Yeah, and the funny thing is is that I didn't learn it from a man, I learned it from my mom. My mom mm -hmm. was excellent, like she um like you know sanding floors and staining them and polyurethane and all that my mom used to do that with every house she loved hardwood floors and she yeah. could do anything she was a seamstress she was a um she could um macrame she made those yeah. plant holders very intricately she could do uh, beading all of that type of stuff so she was really good with crafting and it i learned how to do it by watching her but i didn't have the patience with doing it because it took a, it took a lot of time, and it, and she had the time to do it. I couldn't do it because I didn't have the patience. So mm -hmm. if I actually sat down and I, I could bring that to a community, I would I would probably that would be my gift. Or I could yeah, just yeah. listen to your problems and help you through the whole traumatic scenario. So I ain't bringing shit to a community that's gonna piss me off, and I can tell you that building shit is gonna piss me the fuck off. I can't stand to build a goddamn. Thing. But what can I you, am, you can cook though? Kid. Yeah, you can cook your ass <laughs> yeah, off. But you can cook. cook. I can I can grow vegetables. I can even take care of your livestock. If there are autistic people in the community, I could do that work. But I can tell you, and I'll be goddamn, don't put me on the building committee. <laughs> so so that's a good thing though, because I think in the community you bring what your skills are. Like right. we wouldn't wish your strip and I think that that's what happens is a lot of times people are plugged into places that they don't necessarily fit. And that's my argument about the education system. A lot of that that one size fits all mindset yeah. isn't yeah. really good. A lot of young people that are considered behavioral issues, it's not that they are behavioral issues, it's just that with their learning in school. They're they're not really yeah that's not something that they have a passion for so give them a curriculum that's catered to them spe specifically you know what I mean I mean I that's think it's that too. I also think it's not putting people in positions just because you're good at it don't mean that you should be doing it all day and time yeah, Jesus sure. was a great carpenter but God knows that wasn't his call so you got that who was what I said Jesus was a good carpenter but that wasn't his calling yeah they ain't never said that he built nothing. Right. He probably did up until 33, and he said, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> he went off into the wilderness. <laughs> this bitch asked him for cabinets and shit, and <laughs> ain't got no screws. Ain't got Somebody no screws. got a whole cabinet built by Jesus. You know, supplies. <laughs> That'd have been a Home Depot but, twice. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Anybody else? What would you bring, Cable? Um, to the community? Yes. Yeah, what skill? I mean, I'm gonna say my voice and my cooking. Um, I, I mean, I can bring a lot to the community. I mean, I can't say really right offhand, but I mean, I know how to cook. But I mean, that's just something I just like to do. I, I mean, I really don't really know how to answer that. To be honest, mm -hmm. I would actually, but you know what? I would like to um, help young LGBTQ guys. As far as um, you know, dealing with um, the struggle of um, figuring out who they are, what they want to be, um, you know, teach them the the do's and the don'ts as far as the gay community, um, 
you know, just teach them from my experience and then, you know, help them to grow so they won't feel so alone and stuff like that. I feel like that's something that's definitely missing within the the black LGBT. I just want to be um, um, clear on that, the black LGBTQ community, because I feel like the white ones have a lot of these things that help them. But I feel like we as blacks don't have it for our people. That's just what I would give back to the community. Mm-hmm. What would you bring, Miss K? I, I know what you good at. You just you and you and Christy, y'all should y'all should have this list down pat. I'm trying to say I'm I'm pretty resourceful. Like in the community with me, nothing would go to waste. Nothing mm-hmm. to me, nothing is garbage. Everything can be reused and good. Reused. I'm so glad and I'm not the only one. Nothing else. Like <laughs> and and I would be on the uh on the love committee. I'm on the building committee. I'm on the build committee. I'm on the cooking committee. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on all that. But I'm my my gifts, clothes. I'm making clothes, so we need clothes. So I got them loincloths. Yeah, like I'm a. I can't. I'm a gap filler, so I can. I'll jump in wherever I'm needed. Right. That's good. That's good. And you, you, Mister Nate, what would you bring to the community? That's crazy because I've been thinking about like what my contribution is. Uh, definitely the arts, um, and I think teaching. Like I'm great at teaching, even if it's something that I'm not an expert at. I'm good <laughs> at picking it up and being able to teach somebody else how to do it, even if it's just the fundamentals of it. So I think out of everything that I'm great at, I think teaching is something that. Um, came so natural because I like helping people and I like uh, just showing people a way. Because sometimes if you if you just teach somebody how to do something that can solve so many of their problems, because most times people just, they don't have the resources. They don't have, so you need all those parts that y'all mentioned, but uh, I think teaching would be my contribution. Hey, you just say Google me. I, and and the only reason why I say that is because, and I'm not saying to be funny, but I've known you for years, you know what I'm saying? And you have contributed to this community from the time that I met you and you're still doing it, you know? And I just want to give you your props for that. You have definitely mm-hmm. given that. To send me a check, you know? <laughs> well, no, girl, I said your props. I just said, I'm still getting See, that's the shit right there. That's the, that's how we so divided, the shit right there. I just want to congratulate yeah, you. So I'm going to say, hey, me, I'm going to say that everyone, <laughs> And this is the thing about it. I think that, that that was a really excellent question because with the state of the way that the world is, mm-hmm. I think for our young generation that I think as elders, as the you know the adults in the community, we should pass on some skills that require them to use their hands, you know, like learning how to sew, learning how to cook, learning how to um, uh, Learn, well, I mean, beyond counting, just being able to do it mm. for themselves. Yeah. Because we, people are so, I think for me, everyone's so easily, they think so, think about paying for stuff, paying for services. And many of the services they pay for, they can do themselves. You save yourself a whole lot of money. It's funny because I was looking at like, um, um, you know, people, um, young people that braiding hair, 
you know, um, manicure and pedicure, esthetician, skin care. Those are things that you can do in your own home. And you don't have and you're paying people 50 and hundreds of dollars to do these things to beautify yourself. And you can do it for yourself and you can do it naturally. You don't even have to use chemicals. You can use Mm -hmm. the stuff that's in your kitchen to beautify yourself. It just requires some education. So I just feel like we should be the ones to pass on that knowledge the how to take care of yourself when you don't have any money, when you don't, you know, when you believe that the resources are limited and you have to depend on yourself. Yeah. That's what's really missing, I believe. A lot of those social living skills, many of us with convenience, we've lost a lot of traditions. And I yeah. think that's like bartering. Well, because because of tech a little bit because of technology, we didn't kind of got used to um like we don't really have to raise our own animals and stuff anymore because you can pretty much just go to a store and buy whatever meats you want to get or whatever vegetables you want to get. And so people, because they're so caught up in the workforce, you know, they don't really take time out to say garden and grow their own vegetables or mm-hmm. you know, just take time out to do those things that that were being done back in the day out of necessity. Whereas now it's just like, oh, it's a luxury to just say, okay, well, I'm going I'm to grow a garden or something like that. Because everybody's used to just going to the store and getting it. But with the way, like you said, the way things are going now, I mean, nothing is is really um, secure at this point. I mean, you got closed, um, um, stores closing all over the country. And I don't know if people notice them, but it's a lot of stores that we was going to last summer that are not here now. You know, and so it's, it makes you really think like, OK, now if they close these markets down or, you know, COVID gets to the point where, you know, things get kind of crazy, you know, what you going to do? Hmm. And yeah, and it's and it looks like it's going in that direction because, as I stated in the beginning, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, COVID is airborne or, you know, they have that 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 knowledge now that, oh, it's possibly airborne. And it's now winter and it's fall. So what happens is pneumonia season, it's flu season, it's um, all of those respiratory situations. And now you have this and it has not been addressed. So it's we have to get into the mindset of surviving. How will we survive in a situation where shit, get, shit is going to get shut down again? Yeah, because I mean, if shit hit the fan, it's like, you know, what what skills do you have? Because yeah, I mean, but my, my question is, is, you know, for the creators and 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 producers and all like that like would you be willing to barter your product well i mean that's what that's that was what was going on before money came in the picture anyway i was just yeah, talking about that's that what I'm saying. but nowadays you know it's like your product is supposed to be priced at like five times i think it's three or five times whatever you pay for supplies and so yeah, and it's like, you know, I understand that as far as making money, but now are you willing to barter your product? But I think in a sense of survival, when you're in survival mode, you ain't going to be thinking about, you know, what money, because money's not going to matter. You know what I mean? It's, it's not. Like if, if I make coats and you make shoes, you know what I mean? I'm going to make your coats and you're going to make my shoes and both of us going to have coats and shoes. And then right. you know, the next person down the street might make blankets or, you know, they might grow food or whatever. And so what that's what I mean, like what skill would you have to offer somebody in a situation where money is not is no longer in, in existence? You know, what what could you offer somebody to say that's of value that could help save them and save you too? 
Mm-hmm. All yeah, I know I is that in this tribe, I will be able to survive in this tribe. I think that yeah. beyond all of this, um, one of the things that we're not, you know, taking into account is that people are dead. That's sure. what we do. Um, and this is why I think history is important. There's always been disease. There's always been famine. There's always been war. There's always been this shit. And humans are dead. And that's what the fuck we'll do. We'll adapt. Well, it'll be new. And, and look, and, and for the chubby ones, and for the chubby we'll ones, we might forward. last a little longer. <laughs> you know, I'm but glad you way, brought that up. We will, we will change. It will change. We will evolve. We will move forward. I think that we kind of get caught up in a loop of like alarm and oh my god, what's going to happen? Instead of just fucking facing it's fear. It is. But I feel like well, if, you, feel, if you live in your in your heart space, I feel like you know, but, like I don't wish. I personally, I feel that we will adapt and we will be okay. We will live or we will die, but we will go on. And it's making sure that we just leave something better for those who have to do it. Um, yeah, education has to change. We need to adapt. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because you said history. What I do notice about history is people don't really pay attention to it. Because a lot of the shit that has happened in history, history does history repeats, it repeats itself. itself. When you, and, you, uh, and, and in this situation, the situations beyond, like you said, the stuff hasn't happened. This isn't new. It's n- none of this stuff is new. But what's new, it always appears like it's new, even though you've read about it, you've seen this shit happen before, and it always strikes as no one's prepared, even though you've heard the story before. I this think that. Technology has given people enough of a safety net that they don't fear things that the world has had to fear for the most of its existence. You know, I mean, we don't look at polio as something that's going to, you know, attack us. But for most of the existence of humans in the world, polio was killing the fuck out of people. Smallpox was killing the fuck out of people. We are like one of the few generations that has not had to worry about that. And people knew that there were viruses that were coming because shit just evolves and changes. But, you know, polit- when you politicize virus, viruses, then that's when you have some other dumb shit. And I think that that is also part of adapting and evolving, that we have to move past this shit where we don't believe scientists, where we don't believe, you know, health workers, where we think everything is a fucking conspiracy. And sometimes mm. somebody really is trying to help. I mean, you know, everybody's like Dr. Seavey. What if you found out Dr. Seavey was a conspiracy and the doctor down the street was telling you the truth? Both niggas telling you to eat vegetables and drink water, but you don't want to listen to one because he doesn't look a certain way. And this mm. one is talking and says natural on it, so you listen to him, but you're still not eating vegetables and drinking water. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do think there's a little bit of Darwin shit in here that if you keep on running your head into the wall, you're eventually going to fucking die. So you got to pay attention. Just and adapt. Eat vegetables, drink water, do the shit you should have been doing. Washing your hands should not be a fucking CDC code. Right. <laughs> that shit like it was a, like a breath. Oh my gosh! If you wash your hands, that's what you limit the disease. Who knew? I mean, it's like, but we look at these. Some people they only want to hear from a natural person, but they're saying the same shit this other person's saying. Mm-hmm. Fine, that don't bother me. Just do the shit. Just right. do it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, look at AIDS. We everyone had to adapt because of AIDS. Either you're gonna put the shit on, or you're gonna be a little more responsible with how you have sex, or you're gonna get it. That's what the fuck it is. That's all that 
you, you shrug and move on. Did it change sex forever? Fuck yeah, it changed sex forever. It made you think a little bit different when you go in some holes than when you did before. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you were that, and you moved the fuck on. Now you, now you look twice. You may want to. Some holes are dark and wet. Some of them are dry right. and savory. You may want to turn the light on that say, hole every now and again. Dry and savory. And savory. And savory. It smells oniony. Savory sound like cold for salt. <laughs> moving on. Moving like on. That just uh, next question. Oh no! When she start talking about savory holes, I'm good. Random dumb shit. Random dumb shit. Oh man. Who Anybody? would you not nanny for? Uh, you said, who would you not nanny for? Babysit Elmira from Tiny Toon Adventures, or <laughs> or uh, what's her name? Pickles. Angelica. Angelica from Rugrats. Who would you That's not easy. babysit? See, I can't answer that question because I like those types of children because it brings <laughs> out the paternal instinct in me. To tell them to sit the fuck down. Like, I like that type of time. Right. First but of which all, one of them would you down. not babysit? I'm about to say, Why? like, Angelica. Like Why? Angelica. Um, because um, Elmira, to me, really fucked with animals. She ain't really mess with the adults. She was just crazy about I animals. Love you and kiss you and keep you for right. my very own. Oh, she's, not bothered. she's not bothering the adults. Go ahead. Mess with the cat. Nice, though. Okay, no, she wouldn't come over my motherfucking house. <laughs> <laughs> I love those types of children. You just gotta, First you gotta of all, I ain't nannying for no white girls. That sounds like I'm going to be the one in trouble. So fuck that yeah. shit. Yeah. Like this. Say it again. Yeah. I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. You ain't going to say I touch. Yeah. No, no, no. Say it again. No. no. I need an they adult. They wouldn't act that way with us. They wouldn't they act that way with them white colorful people. They didn't, they didn't act, they wouldn't act that way over us. No, another thing I wouldn't do. with a little white girl so you can say I did any damn thing. No. Right. I'm not taking care of nobody's children. Not because I, I just don't want no children. I ain't nannying for nobody. I don't want nanny for children, old people. No. I don't want cats sit. I don't want to do nothing. Take care of your own ass. I want you fish it. I got some fish I need you to watch where I go out nope. of town. They be dead as door. No, let me tell you. Hey. Like, you be like, yo, why am I dead? You fish it. You forgot that Keep your children, keep your old people. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Make sure you turn the light off at a certain time. I don't want them to get stressed out. Mm-hmm. No. Let me tell you, your little fish will be on their backs, and I'd be like, they sleeping. They right. did. Where you, I don't, I don't I'm going to pick my fish either. up, and he have a fish and potato salad for dinner. Where my damn fish at? <laughs> Oh, where you, oh, oh, you said that fish tank at when you brought it in the house? That's where it's gonna be when you come get it. I haven't even touched it, so don't bring them. I don't do animals. Did you feed my fish? I thought they could feed themselves. They look old enough. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be bad. All right. Question: yeah. Which which is more entertaining, male strippers or female strippers? Female. 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 
one, I'm not really into strippers, but I've, I've gone to some events where they had male strippers there because a friend of mine was really into strippers. And so, you know, I'm going along to just, you know, and I was not entertained. Like, I mean, it was, I was not entertained. Like, it, I mean, you, you, you snaking around and shit. First of all, the bitch ripped my shirt. I was mad as hell. That was back when everybody, remember everybody was wearing them shit shirts and shit. This bitch gonna come up and try to hump all hard and shit and grab my goddamn sleeve all hard and rip my goddamn shirt. And he thought he was really doing some sexy shit, but I was not, I was, it, I was not amused at all. And then the one before that, he tried to strip and got caught in his clothes. It was bad. He had on boots. He was supposed to be like a cowboy or whatever. I don't know what the fuck, but he had on cowboy boots, but the pants that he had on was tucked in the boot. So he, you know, he's snaking and sneaking and, you know, doing his thing or whatever and went to pull the pants off, forgetting that he had these fucking boots on and got caught up in the game, in, in the pants and the boots. He had to sit down on the floor and untangle him fucking stuff. I was like, I can't do this. I can't. Whereas females, they more graceful. They can go up the pole and slide down and do tricks and shit. Men, the only thing they doing, they, I ain't never seen a man on a pole. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all you want to understand. Yeah, but he was wearing heels. I'm talking about a man, man, man. No, no. I'm talking about a man that like women that ain't wearing fucking heels on a pole. Ain't never been on no goddamn pole. Some of them men you was watching don't like women. They, you probably right. That's probably why I wasn't attracted to them. Because I wasn't, I wasn't. It wasn't good. I like female strippers too. I don't like male strippers. Um. The few times that I've been in the presence of male strippers, like it was just too much for me. Like, first of all, I and think what men don't understand is that you're is is disrespectful. It's it's cool. Like you come out, you want to drop your penis in a sock all over me, and then you want to do a handstand and make it flop on my face. And then you want to violate my personal space and pick me up and turn me around and do all these things to me. And First of all, I, ain't, I I got too much weight for you to be picking me up and tossing me around like a goddamn rag dog. You gonna I'm work for this shit? But they do it. <laughs> you they you ain't gonna just lift it. me up any old kind of way. It's too much. I would rather see. I'm impressed by female strippers. I'm impressed by the athleticism. Any bitch that can climb to the top of a pole come down, slide down, then get into a handstand, split, split. drop down, and splash water mm-hmm. on a ball full of people, and then take like a milk jug full of colored milk and make it shoot out her. And then shoot a ping pong person. out of hands. Like, like yeah. you deserve my whole 20. Like, I'll come oh, in Jesus with 41 and just shower because you're great. You're awesome. <laughs> All that other stuff that you're talking about with the with the chaps and his butt is hanging out. Nah, and just and your skin is beautiful, sir. But I don't need your schlong with shingles on it slapping me upside right. my face because I don't know you that well. And then it had eyes on it. Oh, no. See, so it's that's too much. much. Well, this, this is okay. how y'all treat men. This is how y'all treat Ain't men. Hard. Uh-huh. So, so uh, to answer the question, I pick women. Um, and I pick women just because they just have, they, they bounce. They, they got ass, they got titties. They got more to look at. Their, their <laughs> movies are, they got, their moves are different. They do things differently. And as um, as Elle said earlier, they do it in a, a more gracefully, which is what I like about female strippers. Um, but 
Um, I would disagree with Karen <laughs> with her statement. Oh, um, with the chat? Because <laughs> the I could say the same thing about female strippers when they put their titties in their vagina in my face, bitch. I don't know if you cleaned that out. I don't know what's going on underneath yeah. your bra. I don't okay. know. You know what you're doing. So I just because titties do catch chicken crumbs. <laughs> but I think it's just okay. the artwork and both <laughs> bring something Ooh. different. I won't call men corny because I think men strippers are totally hot. I just would prefer to watch a woman because they just got a lot more going on. And to mm -hmm. me, I just think it's just sexier. But men are definitely sexy and stripping. They do all that stuff, Mizell. Let me take you to a, a strip club and you can be like, okay. All right, men, well, I'm, I'm game for that. I mean, like I said, I ain't in the strippers, but I go. And the flying there, they do everything. So right, I, I want to see that shit. Props to them now. I'm just saying some of them be a little corny. They be corny in real life. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, they be corny in real life. And, and, and it's like when I see that, it's like it's not convincing for me to want to be attracted to you because I know you corny in real life. That's funny. Now, if you a thug type, like you a real, you know, like you a real dude, dude, and you, you know, like you, you, now you come out there with some Tims and a beater and maybe some nice boxes, and I, may, maybe I, you some know, gray sweatpants. Yeah, some gray sweatpants stripper. I, I might be for that, but, but, mm -mm. some hooping short stripper. Yeah, maybe, maybe that, but nah, I, all that, all that, you and that fucking grinding around and shit, and and, and nah, mm -mm, that shit is not cute. Taking on the ground, humping the ground yeah, all hard. That shit ain't cute. I like them both. I just think if you know how to dance, you that's all I look for. I look for I look I look for dancing and I look for a nice body. Like if you have a nice physique and you know how to dance, then I'm in I'm I'm this entertaining for me. I think now I think that a lot of times when they, they look at the body parts of your dick and your your ass and your tits and everything have to be I mean they gotta be proportioned, but at the same token. It's what you do with it because I don't know because I ain't never seen no little dick stripper. Oh, it's some in there. They just sell socks. Yes, yeah. they never yes, seen one of them. Socks <laughs> and okay? shouldn't even apply for the job. Like, like that's part of the that's part of the rule oh, that you go to have socks and rings. Strippers and they make a lot of money. That's why they still do it. Some people just do it because they just like the body, especially those white boy twinks, little boys. They they like yeah. that. So they're gonna pay to watch that little that little slinky no dick white boy dance because they like what it's they say. Mm -mm. It's, it's crazy, but it's just mm -mm. it ain't for everybody. Structure mm -mm. of it is not always about the size. I, I have a I have oh, a oh yes it is. <laughs> I have a different uh, perspective because I used to do uh, bookings for strippers. Like I used to book their events. So it's it's nothing that I haven't seen. And uh, I think the corny factor. Is it comes from them most? I'm not gonna say most of them. A lot of them have learned what they've learned from drag queens. Believe it or not, a lot of the strippers, like the male strippers, learned a lot of their, especially the way they dress. They're very flamboyant, and they just they've learned a way of doing something, and that's what they like. Nobody's ever told them, oh, "I don't like that," because most of the people there. Are horny, so they yeah, and they and they were. So nobody is saying, "Hey, that ain't you know that ain't hot." That ain't, and most of them think because they have a big dick for the males, and that's the be all end all toy. But I've I've done. I, they I, help. I the damn show helps. So, oh, oh, yeah. sure. 
Um, all right, that was that. <laughs> Why is it next question? Why is it forbidden to date your friend's ex-boyfriend? Um, that shit caused too many fucking problems. Why is it forbidden? That's your name for I know that it's forbidden. I wouldn't say that it's forbidden. I feel it's like an it's an unwritten a- rule. Oh, yeah. Why, what's the rule? Who, who wrote that rule? Why can't I date your It's about respect. There's no rules it to it. It's just about respect and human decency, yo. And if, and if that's your best friend, then you operate as, as such. You know, that's an action word. It's just not always about verbalizing it. You gotta you gotta show some activity with that and respect should come in there naturally just because of you being my friend and you being a man or a woman or whoever the situation is. But it's just a respect thing. That's that's all about it. But I wouldn't say that it's forbidden. When you say it's a respect, I feel like if it's an ex involved and my friend is interested in my ex, he's my ex for a reason. So I mean, I feel like out of respect, yes, come to me and say something like, Hey, I'm interested in dating ex boo, you know, how do you feel about it? If I don't give a shit, then by all means, fuck him. I promise you his stroke is erratic, but at, by all means, you right, to each his own. <laughs> Enjoy. Right, to each his own. own. Enjoy. Like, I don't like this nigga. He got an erratic ass stroke and his feet smell like corn chips. That's why we not together now. But have at it, boo. But if I'm still strung out and in love over my ex, you coming to me is giving me a heads up that, hey, maybe it's not what I think it is in my head. I just feel like the respect doesn't come in the forbidden. I think it just comes in the conversation between me and my friend. Like, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. How do you feel about it? But I think, if you, I think if, the assumption is, I think in some cases, people feel like, did y'all start fucking after or before? Like, right. I think that's where the stigma comes from. Like, your relationship just didn't blossom since we haven't been together. But y'all was planning this or plotting this before. So I think but is that them or is it But if he's you? my ex, I don't care. It's because uh, that's not them. Because the reality is, is that what if they just happen to meet up and then they vibe? Right. So it's not that's your insecurity. That's not their fault. And what if they met outside of you? Like what if you you never introduced the two of them and you know karma just happened to, or whatever the fates happened to bring them together? Like how can you feel some kind of way about that? I don't know because I feel like if we close enough friends, you should have met every fucking body I've ever dealt with. So you ain't my friend, boo. <laughs> but what about jump offs? You jump offs counting as X? You an X jump off? A jump off. It's an extra book. You know you don't keep all the jump offs. No, personally, I think that I'm not going to mess with anybody. We're not talking jump offs, so. though. Like, no. nobody gives a fuck about a jump off. A jump off nobody cares about a jump off. <laughs> there's no, there's no label, there's no relationship. They're not meeting nobody. A jump off is a fucking jump off. jump off. Exactly. Say it again. <laughs> Um, oh, a good jump off. You gonna have a little attitude. Yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> you like, uh-uh. he gets no, because I feel like if it's a jump off, you can always go back. Wait a minute, y'all. Sure the jump off, off ain't gonna give a damn. You, you got a point there. You, you have yeah, a, point a jump there. off. A jump off or share with it, share with whoever is that's, willing to take did it. You say that's community property. That's community, community property. property. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was. I would say this. I think that. uh I don't think it's insecurity. I don't think it's anything. I just think that it, everybody operates differently. 
Nobody operates the same. And if you're my friend, then you know how the fuck I operate. Right. But um, Ooh. and that's just straight up. Like, if it's one of them situations where, because I'm very cautious of who the fuck I call my friend, number one. And mm-hmm. if I'm cool with this motherfucker and I'm and you've been and you know, I was telling like, look, man, this we've been going through this, this shit, and now you was giving me fucking advice and shit because uh, I'm coming to you as my friend, and then we break up and then all of a sudden y'all together really? and shit. Yeah, and I'm gonna have a question or two. I don't know if I'm gonna be pissed, but I'm gonna have a fucking question. Like you could have just said that shit's jump. Like, you know, I but, just um, think what? I just think it keeps the confusion down. With not messing with people, come to a jump off. I mean, shit. Everybody can try. Maybe she's a hood pussy. I don't know. I mean, I'm not but, into uh, doing people's exes because sloppy seconds. But you know, to each his own. I mean, everybody is somebody's ex. So that's just one thing. And everybody is somebody. But I mean, knowingly. <laughs> but chances are, if it's a, chances are, if that's a friend. That means you've been. Even if y'all have never done anything, that means you've been thinking about it. Y'all didn't mm. just. To say, oh, let's do this together, y'all. Like, no, but I think that I don't think it's that, and I think that that's why that's why a lot of issues happen because sometimes you just vibe. It's not that you like, mad at this person. But you ain't you supposed to be vibing with nobody. I vibe with before you. You know how I operate. If you know how I operate, then you go accordingly. If you don't operate the way I operate, go ahead. Cause we ain't doing all this fucking dipping and dabbing and confusion and shit and causing drama and shit. And you want to sit in my house with bullshit and, and cry about, about the bitch. That <laughs> that bullshit. That's just too much fucking drama. I can't stand drama. And if you want to be with it, go ahead. That's great. God bless y'all, you. But I just ain't but don't think you're gonna come over here and put your motherfucking ankles underneath my table at Sunday dinner with this bitch. <laughs> And we going to sit around like them two <laughs> niggas talking about sugar, like you had a your right. day and I had a mine. I had a mine. Somebody's going to say some shit that's going to get under your skin and then I'm going to have to ask you fucking yep. go up. But and see, that's again, the other part of it. You just don't want to see the different. I'm very upfront about how I operate. And I think that everybody should be upfront about how they operate. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I don't want niggas putting their hands in my chicken box and shit. So fuck, you going to put your hands in my damn pussy. Not yours, your ex. But it's it was still, his at one point. That's at one point. <laughs> it's, it's not, not current. It's still mine. It's like a. It's like that toy you don't so play that, with. <laughs> so you can't again, as I said, as I operate. <laughs> no. All right. Well, what about what about the flip side? If you are a real fucking friend, I probably talk to your ass about this shit. And mm-hmm. I'm talking about a real relationship. I'm not talking about some shit where I'm just fucking a nutting off in places. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about if this was a real relationship. And number one, for people that know me, know that if for me to get into a real relationship means that it took a lot for me to get to that point. So if it's if I'm there and then we are talking and I'm telling my friend, like, yo, or any situation that we have and, you know, he gives me advisement or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then we get back to that situation that we done broke up. How do I know? How can I trust that you were advising me? Correct. How can right. I trust that you wasn't plotting on this motherfucker the whole time? So, so what I'm like, I'm thinking about what I'm say, talking about man, is a situation like, yeah, that in <laughs> which the person your ex is dating a friend, but that could have been a distant situation. So say for instance, it was a girl that you was dealing with three years ago that your current friend wouldn't know nothing about. I ain't got no new friends. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, wait a minute. Hold on, because I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to play down there. Yeah. What if your ex comes to you? What if your ex calls you up the phone 
and it's like, hey, the fuck you calling me for? No, listen. If you let's okay, let's say you still friends with your ex, and they call you and say, hey, I met so and so, and he he say he know you. I'm I'm interested. Maybe maybe dudes don't go through this, but I've I've mm-hmm. gone through this with an ex where he's like, listen, I ran into this shit. Come to find out, y'all running the same circles. How would you feel if I started dating her? Give a fuck. I don't want you. I don't know. I think again, how I operate is very different because if it's just some person I know, then that's probably not really a fucking friend. It's just an acquaintance, and that's very different. Mm. Yeah, I'm talking like, about a friends, real like, fucking friend. You talking ass. about like a real friend? One of my real fucking friends? A main apple oh. sprackle type motherfucking friend? Mm. Oh hell yeah! There's gonna yeah. be a little bit of an issue. Just some random nigga I watched the game with and drunk. First, a beer of, all, with first of all, the fact that they might have to bring the bring the ex around. You know, like if y'all are that close, if y'all are that close, that means this friend is usually at events that you have. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they around, and for them to come in with your ex, you know, it's like it, it just causes confusion. I just feel like if you but how is how is that different from you and your ex having mutual friends? Y'all break up. But you still share those same mutual. I, ain't, I don't have no. I don't have mutual friends with my with none of my exes. Oh, we ain't had the same. I have a situation where I do have somebody that I talk to, and I just got to deal with that shit because everybody else still want to be her fucking friend. So I got to sit Ooh. there and just smile Ooh. like a motherfucker because I do want to come Ooh, around. Let's give her my hug. Everybody, but <laughs> that's what the fuck it is. Since everybody just love. loves her to death, and I just had to deal with it, and I had to find a way to just be cool with the bitch. No, so you just every time she come over, you just put X Lex in her food. I quit. <laughs> no, it was not that issue. You just sit there. You know what? But that was house. a situation. <laughs> that was a situation where it wasn't a thing where people were dating my ex or all this other bullshit, but everybody knew what the fuck she did to me. And uh, they still chose to be her fucking friend. So now uh, I wouldn't operate that way when I know that this bitch did you dirty, that I'm just gonna be sitting there kicking and fucking eating and drinking with the whore. But since everybody else is talking about, oh God. then they can oh go fuck So I learned oh how Lord. to, we're going to go from the first thing I said in the conversation. I adapted. So now when she come around, it's cool. Because everybody else just had to make it cool. But I know that that's not how I operate. Where if I know you was with somebody and y'all was doing whatever and then shit got real. And I ain't doing that dumb so shit. Some, friends, some, some people are just friends. Like, okay, they, they are within the circle of the person that you're dating. But once you break up with them, I don't associate with those people anymore. Like, I just don't. Like, I, I feel like it's nobody that I didn't got that close with, with an ex that I felt like I had to keep in contact with and, and you know, hang out with them and all that other stuff. I, I just, nobody. So was- you never had a friend who you, who you met? I, I met my ex through that friend like that person is our mutual friend i'm not going to cut off my friend who i knew well before my ex well then my ex ex is cut so it's like okay if you're still friends with that person i don't have to see my ex you know when y'all hang out y'all hang out i don't want to you know I'm, i'm not involved in that part of it but well, yeah, not, but if, that, if your friend has an event, the chances of your ex being there 
But if I you met a real friend and you know how we how we how me and that person got down, you wouldn't invite that that friend that person there. Like but you gonna make on, your friend choose sides? I mean, if if you know it's not, well, I just won't come. Like I don't I don't have to deal with that because I'm like I said, I'm not friends with any anybody that that's friends with an ex. You know, oh, right. I would say that they're truly a friend where I'm like, oh, that's like somebody that I will hang out with. Now, it's people that I've met through exes that were cool. And if I saw them on the street, yeah, hey, what's up? You know, how you been? This and the other. But as far as me, like calling them up and how you been and hanging out with them and shit like that, I'm not doing that. Because I feel like it's like once we break up, all that shit that came with you goes with you. I don't, I don't want none of that shit. I feel like, again, it's situational because if I fucked your friend, and we was just, I was just fucking your homegirl, then that's something different. We can still that's see different. each other at parties and still come yeah, bring your book. That's something different. But for me, a relationship, that is very different. That means that you didn't have respect for from jumping. You didn't give a fuck about it now because you know me and you know how I operate. You know, I think that, that. With, five with, on that <laughs> with a lot of, I, I don't know. I, I just think for me, when I'm dealing with my situations, I feel like if you're my ex. Before we were in a relationship, we were friends. So what I think we lose in the relationship component is, is the fact that we're no longer romantically intimate. But you're still going to be my friend. So if I see some, if I see unless that you, you're unless you're unless and I, I I look at it as how did we end? If we ended on like I said, me again, I I believe my foundation is about friendship. So prior to me doing anything romantically with you, I was your friend first. And then mm -hmm. we progressed to a romantic relationship. But should we not be able to kind of, if we don't mesh romantically, I think that we can still be friends. And if, if someone that I know likes you and y'all make it cool, then I think it would be awkward because the friendship love is still going to be there. So the intimacy is still there. And I think that that's where it becomes a little bit muddy because the intimacy is based off of friendship. So it has nothing to do with the sex. It has everything to do with you going to tell me everything that y'all doing and uh, is your friend going to be okay with that? Because we have that foundation, that friendship. If it was anything outside of that, like I've never, all of my exes are my friends. They still come around. They still talk to me. I know who they're dealing with. If they want me to know, it, they keep their people away from me. I'm okay with that. Um, but see, that's, 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 that's you really developing a friendship. Most relationships, or I say a lot of relationships, they're not based in friendship. It was we fuck and now we together and yeah, yeah. it go bad, it go bad. So that means they didn't develop the friendship to begin with. All right, moving on. Next question. Um, anyone? Did anybody have a question? Anything that they wanted to use? Because these cocktail questions have been kind of spicy. <laughs> it's got a little uh, bite to the thing. Got a little bite. It got a little bite to it. <laughs> Let me see. Compl all right, complete this sentence. I am a closet freak. Say no. <laughs> 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 oh no! I'm no, that's the only thing that can, that you can put right there. Okay, no, because so, I ain't a closet, closet about my freak. A, yeah, that's true. I, I'm definitely a freak. That's just what it is. I <laughs> I like Hallmark movies. 
<laughs> the good ones. Yeah, them good ones. It's some good hot around Christmas time. <laughs> it always be some shit like she moved from a farm. She moved from the big city, get a farm, get a dog. Oh, I'm not even a closet romantic. I love romance. I fucking love that shit. Okay. For the right person. Uh-huh. And everybody getting that shit. <laughs> I think I'm a closet procrastinator. That shit is tough. I'm a straight up. a fucking open front outdoor. You was an open procrastinator. First that of all, is, no, I'm not because I find it very well. It be no. when I come across a nigga like you, that's a procrastinator, and I just fit in. So no, 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 thank you. We've been ignoring our guests, y'all, online. Yeah, I gotta also talk. got a long uh, a statement on here. Oh, do awesome. tell, do tell. What should I know about my what about our guests? Because I did speak to Arthur, and I did say thank you for everyone that had been participating, but I didn't see any comments. He got a new, he got a new comment in here, I think. Let me see. Yeah. He says, sometimes the friends turn out to be the best thing for you, especially when the ex was no good from the jump. Karma, karma, karma. It's strange how the best thing for you was sitting in your face the whole entire time. The chemistry was always there, but you were too afraid to cross that line because the friendship. And once Pandora's box got opened, your life completely changed for the better because the ex was holding you back the entire time. And to this day, no relationship they've had has worked in their favor. First of all, Arthur, you were you, you, first of all, that sounds like you, somebody somebody that hit fresh. a board. That, that is a fresh <laughs> wound. But I thank you for the comment. Now, what I will say is, is that I agree. I think that a lot of times, I think, honestly, I think people don't know how to engage in relationships in a healthy manner. And I think that we've been conditioned to be superficial and can't go beyond some material things. And we don't know how to work through our conflicts. A lot of times in relationships, I think people don't know that there are two individual people coming together to form a union and that you don't lose your individuality just because you're in a relationship. Anything Mm. should enhance you. Whatever your street weak at, they should be able to um, support you with or encourage you or strengthen you or teach you and you and vice versa. I think that people are so willing to just throw their relate throw relationships away because things don't go their way. And another thing is, I think a lot of people function in relationships with a lot of ego. So instead, they Mm. want it to be the way they want it to be because they feel as though it deserves to happen this way for them. And they don't know that it's about compromise. So sometimes it's not going to be 50-50. It may be 60-40. It may be 40-60. But being willing to move beyond those things to work together and to learn one another is a skill. And I just don't think a lot of people have that emotional maturity. That's not something that's developed in a lot of adults. You know what I mean? I think that we've been broken by shit that happened in our past and we haven't moved beyond it. And then we get in these relationships and we just do more damage to one another instead of actually working towards healing one another. So I think I think people that was that was a great answer. But I think many people that I see out here today that get into relationships because the sex is good or mm. uh, they're homosexuals who need uh, a meal ticket. 
And I, I think mm-hmm. when you, a lot of that is happening. So you're building real relationships under false intentions or, mm-hmm. or, or hidden motives. And then mm-hmm. you're, you're expecting for that relationship to flourish. Cause at some point you do fall in love and you like, well, uh, but you never built anything solid with that person to actually have a real relationship. But that's just, I'm, I'm just seeing a lot of toxic relationships like that. That's built on sex and finances. Well, mm-hmm. sex and finances are very important. <laughs> Don't but you should have those things before you get into the relationship. Yeah. I think yeah. people get into relationships yes. looking for sex and finance and they think that you're supposed to come with those. You know, you're supposed to have those things already. Yeah. Or working towards those things. And you shouldn't expect me to carry your load. Because well, a lot of people are looking for the for as uh what's her name Jonathan uh the chick who's saying I can't Amela Rue would say the other half that makes them whole mm. like it should oh that be, was my favorite it should, song yeah Jesus. it shouldn't be the other half that makes you whole you should come whole already right. Right. and a lot of people aren't they I'm not ready that. stop I see that in a I lot of women too they need what they want. I think uh-huh. that a lot of times there's so many of these slogans where, you know, I find the other half of me or I find the other half that makes me whole. If mm-hmm. that's how those people feel, then that's how they feel. I think that there is no one great way for a relationship. Every relationship is different. Everybody's going to get something different out of it. Is it going to be toxic? Possibly. Will you be counseling? Possibly. Is it mm-hmm. going to be good and great? Some people have relationships where nobody needs anything from it other than what they have. Some people in relationships, they broke as fuck, but they love yeah. each other more than anything and they go the fuck on. Some people rich as shit and they go the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own thing. And every and when you're with somebody who's not aligned with who you are, then that's when you're going to have some fucking problems. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that they have to be just like you, but they respect your boundaries. They respect what you're going to put up with and to tolerate. And you move on from there. I'm not a person that says I love you. I don't like saying it all the fucking time. I will say it. And it takes a lot for me to say it. I don't say it to my mother all the time. But I show it. And that's just who I am. Now, if that's not what you can deal with, then that's probably going to be an issue from jump. But if we have that conversation, I tell you, that's just who I am. It's not that, you know, I'm having some mental breakdown and God. It's just that I don't say it all the time. I don't even think to say it all the time. But I do think to show it. Right. I do think that just sometimes just sit there with your ass while you're having a bad day. You know, I may just go get you some fucking Popeyes, but maybe for somebody <laughs> else, that shit doesn't work for them. And you just, right. it we is see what it you. is. And you have to respect who you are and what your boundaries and all that other bullshit. So I think that I, I agree. And I also believe that what you're saying in that statement is, is that you're not saying that you're unwilling to say, I love you. It's just that you don't do it often. So that just means that you just have to, you know, it's still compromise. Okay, I don't say it often, but I do know what you're saying. No, right. I mean, that was just an example of something small that becomes something big later on, where Mm. instead of just recognizing that everybody is different and everybody's relationship is going to be different and everybody's tolerance for certain things are going to be different and people just have to learn how to respect those things. Okay. <laughs> Tamika says some some do not know how to have an open and honest communication with the other in any type of relationships. That's, that's how you learn. Look, let me so tell you something. Look, look, the funny thing is, is uh, is mother is on the back talking about rap, 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 and all this rap. I don't, I don't care about your countdown. Don't, don't scare me. 
If you tuned into the cocktail social today, by all means, we thank you. We appreciate you. This is the cocktail social. I'm your host, Blue Waters. We have to bid you adieu. And good night. I hope that you join us next week for another cocktail gathering and a cocktail social and some drinks and on Be Exposed Radio. Peace and blessings. See you next week. Don't be over here telling us to hurry up. How are you going to rush us to hurry to hull up and everything when you didn't even have the passcode until five minutes later? You got to roll your neck when you say that, Blue. You got to roll your neck.